Hey guys, I'm Jordan Fromer. I believe in hunting hard, hunting smart, and having a fun time while doing it. And shooting limits? Well, that's just the icing on the cake. I revel in the journey just as much as the successes it brings. From ducks to dogs to decoys and guns, we'll be talking tactics, strategies, and what it takes to get the job done. Load up and take aim. This is the Duck Gun Podcast. What's going on, folks? Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Duck Gun Podcast. The new episodes, the weekly hunt updates, and till season is upon us. This week, me and Elliot go over our plans for till season. We're going to be jumping right into that. This one's going out on Thursday, and to kind of get things rolling, usually we postpone one week, but on Friday, we're going to have one as well with this week's till hunt update, and then from there on, they'll be on schedule. So anyways, guys, thanks for joining us on those, and let's jump right into the podcast. Instead of just one. And so what what days are these going to typically come out? Are we going to have a set day on this? <laughs> um, you know, or do we know yet? We ha- we haven't decided, so I guess let's decide right now. Um <laughs> put me on the spot. What do tentative. you think about well, Tentative, right? Yeah, tentative. Let's let's go with um I think fr- Friday would be as good a day as any. Okay. So Wednesday and Friday is when you can expect to see podcasts come out. And I had someone ask me about um, our podcast coming out on Spotify. Do we release on Spotify? Yeah, yeah, it's on Spotify. Okay, I, I didn't. Someone was asking because they didn't think that it was. They searched for it and couldn't find it. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know why it wouldn't be. But okay, so we are we are on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, search Duck Gun Podcast and it should show up okay. anywhere we can find podcasts. Almost anywhere. When I want to listen to it, I I normally just do Podbean because it's the easiest. When you search it, it comes up first. Um, it's easier to get that or iTunes. It's normally when I listen to it, how I do. Awesome. Yeah, so I guess let's let's go ahead and um, <laughs> jump right into it. Um, I guess, yeah. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about what, what you've been up to this weekend, Elliot. Well, first of all, I was going to go up into Nebraska, a teal hunt because their teal weekend starts about a weekend before ours. So um, Ben from foul front, he was going up there and he said, you know, um, you want to come up there with us and hit that hunt real quick. And I was planning on doing that um, clear up until like Wednesday or Thursday. And um, at the last second, I decided to call off that trip and instead to take one shot wheezy, which is my youngest son, on a dove hunt and scouting teal scouting trip and has as as it may be ben and them shot their five man limit in about 45 minutes <laughs> <laughs> so uh that's how it goes right do you regret anything or are you you're happy with your decision i don't regret it at all um i made two videos from this weekend i made one that was just a scout trip which can be seen on patreon um, and Patreon is kind of a fan funding site where you can get extra freelance duck hunting content or whatever the creator is. And so the morning, um, we went on a, a teal scouting trip and we saw more water than I expected to see. We saw way more teal than I expected to see. And just being in a, and we were the only ones out scouting at all. We didn't see anyone else. We had the whole complex to ourselves and we're seeing teal buzz around every which way. I mean, it was kind of cool out that morning and just the atmosphere of being in the marsh 
and just, just being, with me and, 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 and golden boy was with me and wheezy oh my gosh i i could not have been any happier than how i felt in the marsh there it was awesome. amazing yeah it's a it's a great feeling after having a long season or a long yeah. off season to get back out there and you know no matter what you're doing just being out there watching uh you know the marsh or the you know the country wake up in the morning and <laughs> yeah wildlife w- wake up and we got a really intensive scout in so at this point we've got five viable options um i mean there every place that we went we could shoot teal but so we ordered them aiden and i over lunch ordered our our locations one through five so it's like where's the first spot we'll try to hit if that's taken second third fourth fifth um, especially on opening day we try to have at least five spots like that just because it's opening day and the, you don't want to get pushed out of a spot or end up just walking in someplace where you don't think you can shoot birds but there was birds at literally every single every single spot that that we checked so um i think awesome. it's gonna be a good one saturday i think it's gonna be a good one and not to throw us throw us off too much. Like we said, this is our first time doing it on Facebook. So if you are watching this live, go ahead and drop us a message in the chat. Let us know how the video feed looks and the audio feed. Just kind of testing it, and let yeah, us know how that sure. is. So do we want to go continue on with my weekend, or do we want to jump back and forth? Because I got lots more. <laughs> <laughs> I got um, lots more from sure, the weekend. We can, it was just we such a good weekend. Yeah. Well, okay. So a little bit about yours then. Yeah, so I didn't get to hunt like a ton or anything, um, but you know, opening weekend I was really getting the itch, and so my brother-in-law was in town, and uh, you know, um, he has he came hunting with me a couple times last season as well, um, just getting into the waterfowl hunting, and um, so you know, I'm like, hey man, if you want, we can go shoot some doves and pigeon, and uh, we'll go with that. So, you know. We planned to do that. Like we said, I had family stuff going on, had family in town, so we weren't going to like hunt all day. But we went out there for a couple couple hours out on a farm and, you know, uh, didn't really have a ton of we, – we actually did have a lot of pigeons, but we had some pretty poor shooting. So, <laughs> so how many um, shots do you think – how many shots did you squeeze on? I probably like 15. It was <laughs> – so there was, there was a couple things working against me. I have I have like a whole bunch of old ammunition from my grandpa and I'm like if I'm gonna shoot pigeons like I'm not gonna waste like good am- ammo um you know just anything will work but like it was some old stuff it was like 1200 feet per second and <laughs> yeah and it was you know going from like the 1500 to that I feel like it is a big a big difference so that was hard to get um get around and then yeah I mean just first time really shooting anything moving um so honestly probably didn't have the best shooting regardless but i think i would have definitely done better with 1500 um i think it makes a huge difference a couple little background stories about why i think it makes a such a big difference first one is i watched a video about lead versus steel and this thing was made in like i don't know, a long time ago 70s probably mid 80s probably maybe even around the time that they switched from lead to steel and it was a duck hunter and he was talking about the difference between lead and steel and they took a professional trap shooter brought him right out into the marsh and gave him steel and like his first 10 shots he was not performing well at all um, because of the speed difference and this guy went on to talk all about um, the difference and how it does impact you and he had how he this is a professional trap shooter the how he had to make these adjustments and then he started nailing them one after another 
Um, but if a professional trap shooter shooting lead and then has problems switching to steel, obviously like you and I who are far from professional trap shooters are certainly going to feel the difference when we're switching back and forth between the two. Yeah. Yeah. And then another one I went out to, uh, so I've been shooting, I've shot clays twice this year. The first time was with lead and I did not shoot well at all. Um, I shot, I didn't keep track of my percent, but it was below 50%. And that was just like not difficult shots. The next time I went out with um, my teal load, my sixes, and I wasn't going to shoot a bunch of them because I didn't want to burn up, but I hit like five out of my first six. I mean, it was just like, bam, 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 bam um, with my steel. So I don't like to shoot. I don't like to shoot lead at all because I don't want to be making an adjustment in my practice that it's like, it's like practicing basketball on an eight foot goal when you're shooting yeah. 10 foot. I, I just don't like messing with the lead at all. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. So, so I'm sure that's probably why just blame it. That That's what you can blame it on. completely. <laughs> I, I definitely do blame it on that somewhat for sure. Um, yeah. Just be, just because of how bad it was. I mean, I have, you know, further proof later on, but, um, you know, just, it's super slow. I mean, even if you get like, uh, um, ammunition that's, uh, you know, not necessarily the, the high, the high speed still, you're not going to find anything in stores. That's like under like 13, 25, 13, 50 nowadays. And that was 1200. So, um, yeah, blame it on that. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with that though. I'm not going <laughs> to harp on how I blame that, but, um, <laughs> So we did get a few. We got a few um, pigeons and teal, or not teal, pigeons and dove. Um, so we did. We had fun. Like you know, it's just fun to get out there. And we got out there first thing in the morning. We we set up in one spot and you know hoping to get some dove, hoping to get some pigeon. And wouldn't you know it, everything was on the other side of the farm. Like we could see the pigeons coming out of the silo, and just everything went went east. And we're sitting on the west side. So we ended up picking up um, our set and moving over. Um, into the cow pasture over the side and uh, <laughs> set up over there. And that's when we started getting some shots. So, so who are you out? Who are you out with? It was just me and my brother-in-law. Okay. And that, that, that was the same one that you shot your limit in like seven minutes with that guy of duck. Mm, no. Yeah. Uh, well, no, we you saw down that, you know, that river, that river video where you guys just like no, shot your a, limit. Yeah. That was another buddy. And that was, Two uh, two minutes fifty seconds, but <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but no, we did shoot our limit with him opening day last year, and then he's came out there. Um, and we shot it, you know, a few times. Uh, or we shot we we shot what we shoot five birds together, I think, is what we sh- ended up shooting. Um, the second time we we went hunting, but anyways, yeah. So we had a great time out there. Honestly, it was super awesome just to get out there and pull the trigger, be out there shooting some birds working chief chief has a little bit of an issue i'll talk about this um it's kind of you know for whatever reason he doesn't like to pick up dove and pigeon off the ground like he'll pick a duck off the ground and it's not mm-hmm. his favorite thing to do in the water 100 percent, he's perfect but picking something off the ground he starts to like pull the feathers because he's trying to like gently bite it it's like he has too soft of a mouth and then he ends up getting some feathers and then he gets distracted and <laughs> So anyways, it was good practice for him. Um, and luckily the, the pigeon dove weren't like completely dead, which made it easier. Cause then they start moving and he would be, uh, yeah. more apt to grab onto him. And so we got to work on that. I definitely want to get out again, maybe this week before work one day and, uh, try to get on a few more, just get some, it's great to get practice, um, with him. He's going on yeah. three years old 
self-trained and not perfect and that's my fault not his so that was that's pretty much sums up my pigeon dove hunt well and then you shot i thought you were dove hunting you put the picture on i believe um fellowship of the duck guns page and i'm like looking i'm like there's an orange dove even for a pigeon (laughs) that wasn't a remarkable looking bird if you guys have not um joined us on fellowship of the duck and you come over and see these pictures because a lot of times jordan and i are posting pictures right from what we're doing and everything and and um man that was a pretty cool looking bird that orangish looking pigeon. yeah i mean honestly it looked just like the same colors you'd see in a chicken <laughs> and uh yeah there's some interesting looking pigeons yeah for sure for sure so um back to what we were doing in the morning, we were not only scouting. So the plan was to scout and then rail hunt, which um, most people have not been on a rail hunt. And it's it's actually pretty fun. So um, and you get really shallow marshes, like super shallow with a lot of smart weed and tall vegetation. You get sore rail in there this time of the year and you walk through and they just flush and they're not very strong flyers. Um, they They only fly about 20 yards and then go back down they've got these big dopey feet hanging under them <laughs> and i'd always wondered why in the heck do they even let you hunt these things until last year for the first time aiden shot a couple and we cooked them up and the legs were so incredibly delicious that i was like okay that's why that's why people hunt these things they're super tasty um so we hit the marsh for that and we we all, we end up seeing like four or five right off the bat. We flushed a couple. Aiden dropped one, and we lost it. Um, and the place where it was prime habitat for him, as we got out in the marsh, so many wads of teal were flushing in this tiny little marsh that it was so distracting. I mean, we were done rail hunting because there was probably not a big marsh at all, really small, and there was probably three to five hundred blue wings in this marsh. And no matter what we did, they wouldn't leave. I mean, we took a couple shots at rail. We were walking all over the thing, and they were just circling and landing one place, circling. And it was just like, oh my gosh, it just got my all of us. We were just staring at this, at all this mass of, of teal everywhere. But so our rail hunting was kind of a flop, I'll say. Um, we didn't end up with any rail, but we we tried. We gave it a try. <laughs> you didn't try. have any rail rail decoys. That was probably the problem. Yeah, <laughs> Man, if you've never seen a rail flush, though, um, if you've got to watch um, a video I put out last year on YouTube called Surviving a Tornado to Shoot the Limit, and it's from season three. And in this video, um, Golden, and I, Golden Boy and I are out to shoot the um, opener in, in October, and there's a tornado warning the night before and the tent's almost caving in on us. And so anyway, the night before the, the morning of the hunt, we get out there, get our spot. We're the first people out there. Everything's great. And I'm walking and I, I look down in this little bush and there's a rail just sitting there staring at me like five yards away from me. And I'm like, Aiden, you got to snag that. So I put the I put the Ode Pro spotlight right on this thing. And Aiden just comes and snags it barehanded. He nails it um, <laughs> with his hand cutest thing in the world and i'm like come on let's not kill this it's you know it's sitting there it looks so cute let's we're, let's just let it go so aiden let it go and it flies away and if you watch that video how that thing flew is exactly how they fly when you flush them it's like a miracle that they can even migrate because you fl- literally you flush them and if you've ever hunted pen raised quail they don't fly very it's like half of that it's just like the most feeble little attempt 
for them to fly away and reland. But uh, that was quite the moment, though, when he caught that thing by hand. I'll say. Yeah, I definitely I, I remember that one from that video. They're cute little birds, man. They're cute. <laughs> they do. Yeah, I know what you're saying too. With a, uh, it looks like you wouldn't get much out of them, but I mean, you can say the same for dove. Yeah, yeah. The the first time I had to kill a dove with my bare hands when I was young. Um, man, it, it, it hit me in the heart bad because I didn't, I, I was timid at it and I ended up just torturing this poor little thing. Mm. And it didn't, it felt terrible. So you want to go ahead and talk about your dove hunt as well? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we were staying at Aiden's dad has a farm that he doesn't live in. So we were staying in the farmhouse, just the three of us. So we went back after our rail hunt and scout trip, um, which couldn't have gone better. The scouting part of it. I mean, just incredible. And so we hung out for a while. Then we went out for a dove hunt that night. And um, we hunted, we hunted a pond. First, we started on a fence line because there's a salt lake there that the doves seemed to apparently come into. Aiden and his dad have hunted this traditionally a lot, this whole spot. So we sat there for about 10 minutes. And Elijah has never shot a dove before. Um, and this dove comes right in and just lands right in front of him and he just smokes the thing on the ground on the video i barely got it you can just see this puff mm. of like dirt <laughs> as he nails the thing um, but there really was not much movement going on so we moved down to the pond where we had planned been planning on finishing up the evening at and we're just sitting there and it's humid and nothing's moving and every every shot that we do get i'm not getting on camera and i'm feeling super frustrated because i'm like planning on having this video because the the scout trips for patreon um and i just i'm planning on having this dove hunting video and here we've got like six or seven birds and i don't have any decent footage because the birds are just like whipping up over the trees and and there's, <laughs> and, and there's hardly anything flying to begin with um because we had actually shot four dove um when we were scouting rail just walking around and stuff so um i'm like i feel this video slipping away from me like it's, it's an hour and a half left sunlight. I don't have any footage. It sucks. And, um, Elijah's like, can I go off and go back up to the fence post up there where I want to sit up there. So I'm like, okay, you know, he's what, 14. This is his first time to like go off and feel totally like a man, you know, where he's off on his own with his shotgun. Um, just total like coming of age kind of thing. You know, the first time you're doing it by yourself. So he slips up over the hill. I have the safety talk with him, you know, be careful, you know, running through the bases of that. And he slips up over the hill a little bit. Aiden and I are sitting there here, bang, and then bang. And I turn to Aiden. I'm like, whiff and whiff. <laughs> and, and shortly thereafter, he comes back over the hill with this huge grin on his face. And he had apparently uh, seen a dove on a fence post, had stalked it, belly crawled it. And then popped up and it flew off and he and he dropped it off the fence post. And man, that kid was so delighted with himself, you know, off on this little man adventure by himself and, That's and awesome. shooting that dove. Yeah, it was. It, I could just tell it, man, made the trip for him. So as we're sitting there, a storm starts, like a massive, massive storm. It's the storm that filled the bottoms when we're talking to that manager. It's the same one. Um, because it filled up the whole state basically. Um and the storm starts rolling in. I mean, the most ominous looking storm. And I don't know if it was time of day because we're now within like the last hour of the day. And that's normally when the dove hit ponds more than, than, but it went from like hardly any dove movement to now dove are buzzing all around, you know? So the last hour got pretty hot and heavy. I got some decent, enough decent stuff on video that 
Um, I was happy with how the video came out. And by the time we left, we ended up with 19. So not a, not a ton for three people, but all in all, Elijah ended up with four. It, he, he hit his last shot. One was coming right over the pond. He drills it at swirly birds, splashes in the water. And that was just like, you know, cherry on top for him because <laughs> nothing better than a swirly bird and, and down into the water, you know? Yeah. So that just made the whole trip. And so it ended up being a lot of fun and we had a lot of end up 19 birds. So it was a great time. It was just, so yeah, no, that's really good. That's a really good dev hunt. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you uh, wish you had Izzy on that uh, water retrieve, though. That's what I was yeah, thinking when I was watching the video. I did. I did. I did not bring Izzy because, like, same thing with Chief. Izzy does not like picking up birds off the ground. If I go on a, a field hunt, she'll never come with me because um, she just does not like to pick up birds off the ground. And dove are so feathery. And a lot of dogs don't like doves. And I know Izzy wouldn't, she would have gotten that retrieve out of the water. Probably. Um, I say probably because she's been so weird when she, when I was training her as a pup, there would be times that I would switch from a white retrieval dummy to a black retrieval dummy. And like, she would refuse to pick up the black one. It was like, she gets in her mind, like what her job is. Like my job is to get the white dummy, <laughs> not the black one. I mean, she's has, there's some really weird little quirks in there, or I would have one, um, frozen teal be using that with her switch to a different one. And she wouldn't, I mean, wouldn't pick up the other one. So she has some really weird quirks with her and we've never, we we're not much of field hunters. I mean, at all. So, um, it's never something I didn't even know she had the problem until she was about three. Cause we always hunt over water and I was with a guy and he dropped a hen mallard over an ice hole and it landed on the ice and she runs over to it, looks at it, and comes back. And I was just dumbfounded. I'm like, what in the world? I was so embarrassed. It's like, why will she not pick that up? And and so she kind of has that thing about dry ground, too. The next dog I get, which is he's 11, so it's going to be coming soon. Um, the next dog I get, I'm going to make absolutely certain that I step up my training game and I and I can um, weed some of the – if I have any of those problems, I weed them out because that's not not acceptable. Yeah. Yeah, I agree on that, and it's it's fun to train a dog, and uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, de- it definitely takes a little a little time to get those finer details, and as far as like those little hitches that you kind of get sometimes with dogs for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, you probably saw the video last year where Izzy wouldn't even get the goose out of the water. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then she she normally will get geese out of water a lot of times, but um, the fr- there there was one time that I shot a goose on the water and she had it in her mouth and that thing was flogging her, you know, with its wings. Yep. And when she was young and I, I wondered if maybe that had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dogs can get a bad experience young and it's just like a toddler, you know, it can really jack them up. Mm-hmm. For sure. Anything else to add on your weekend excursion? <sighs> That's pretty much it. Um, Aiden ends up, uh, we can't find any teal directly in our area. So um, we have to do a little bit of traveling to get to him. And Aiden can't go because he's got to work. So it's just me and my mm. dad. Turns out Ben Page from Falfront's going to be up there. So my dad and I may hunt with Ben and one of his buddies Saturday. Um, so that, that'll be interesting. Never hunted with him before. And, and my dad just wants to work his dog. He, he, he may not even shoot hardly at all. He strictly wants to work on candy. And I want to run the camera. So with just the two of us, we needed – we needed another shooter or two. 
So, and I didn't want to put all the shooting on a boy's back to be like, all right, I'm filming. Here we go. You know, <laughs> don't miss. <laughs> yeah. So we may end up uh, hunting with Ben. I'm really, I'm really excited about, about that. Awesome. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. Cool. I guess the last thing I got from my weekend is, uh, we went out on labor day, um, kind of doing a little family thing, me and, um, another brother-in-law, not the one that went, uh, pigeon and dove hunting with me. Um, and my dad and my sister's boyfriend, uh, they were in town from South Carolina. So the four of us went out to a sporting clays and, um, they got the station set up where you got two that cross or, you know, they got some rabbit targets that come through and, you know, uh, I'm, I'm thinking I really got to tune up my shots after going with the dove hunting and, and, uh, the pigeon hunting and not having the best success with my shot. So anyways, we get to the sporting clays, do the, get to the first station and bam, bam, bam. I hit 10 out of 10, you know, singles, nice. doubles, you know, uh, reports, just everything. I'm just smoking it. And so, um, <laughs> now what were you using shell wise on that lead? So uh, that slow lead. Yeah. It's game. Um, I think it was federal game. Uh, small game loads which mm -hmm. they they're i mean they're significantly faster than 1200 you know uh, uh, kind of halfway in between the 1500 i think they're 1350 as far as the feet per second um that's not bad no that's not bad so uh anyways we go through the whole station and all 100 shots and i hit a 74 out of 100 so that that was pretty good percentage that's great yeah on, on short <laughs> on sporting clays yep yeah, so, sporting clays are hard. That is really, really good. Yeah, sporting clays. I, I do them a lot, honestly. Um, probably about five times a year, and so I'm pretty decent at sporting clays at this point. Um, I always yeah. feel like on sportings, if you do fit, when I do, I've done one time and I went fifty percent and felt good because it was hard. Yeah, I mean it gets hard, especially when the thing that I miss are, are the doubles. You know, they're singles. Mm -hmm. You barely miss any of those. Um, maybe like one or two through your hundred, but then, um, you, not like, me. When you say you, you're talking about you. Cause <laughs> I, mean, I do single, miss them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess I miss, I mean, you miss them here or there, but those are kind of yeah. like the gimmies. The, re the reports are, are gimmies as well. And then like the doubles are what, what are hard, you know, cause you gotta, sometimes, um, we always do the honor system, right? So whoever scored the best on the last one goes first and you got to decide like, you know, which one do I shoot first? And you're like, you know, mm -hmm. and so you don't necessarily know like the best path to take on your sporting clays for that. Um, but yeah, so anyways, missed a lot, uh, some of the doubles, but did pretty good. Now, do they show overall. the first shooter? Do they, they give you a sample and then yeah, show you where yeah. they are? Yeah. Okay. okay. Usually we just, you do the singles. Sometimes we push the doubles well, so you get to kind of see where they're crossing, which one's going to be kind of coming into range first. But there's a couple times we didn't, you just like wait for them and then <laughs> you go for it. But sometimes if you're not even thinking about it, you do better, you know, don't overthink yeah, it. Sure. Just instinct, whip your gun up there and smack them both down. So that's yeah. pretty much the end of my weekend. Um, I guess we can go ahead and talk about our plans coming into till season. Both of our till seasons open up, um, this weekend. Like I said, I'll probably try to get out here one more time for dove pigeon in the morning before work another, you know, hour, hour and a half, little hunt just to get mm -hmm. some work for chief. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and then, as far as till go, my plan is for me and my dad, we're going to travel down south, southern Indiana, and be there for till opener and get on some till. So 
that's my plan and your plan elliot well so do you have have you scouted are you blind hunting it it's pretty blind, yeah, because, I mean, it's four it's four hours away, unfortunately. I, and honestly, we've never even hunted the area. Yeah. So, well, sometimes you just got to do that. Sometimes yeah, that's what you have to do. So we don't have, like, super high expectations. But, like, honestly, in my area, there's just not, like, huge teal populations. So trying to get, excuse me, to a, a better spot where um, hopefully we get, we get on some good teal numbers. But, you know, it'll be fun just to camp. We're going to be camping the weekend and teal hunting both mornings so that's the plan and oh sweet um i mean i have no so you can idea use that first day go. kind of as a scouting trip right so you can yeah yep scout really hunt. figure it out yep second day hopefully well we've got good. this huge influx in, of rain massive so our scouting data may be somewhat invalid i know at this point but my dad's heading down there um tomorrow so he will be there to scout thursday and friday so he should have it totally figured out um and there's some areas that are a few less people know about that don't typically hold water that may be holding water right now so we will go down um i'll go down right after work and probably camp down there and i think ben and his buddy are going to show up around eight or nine um get up way too early i i anticipate i would be surprised and i don't hardly ever say this but uh, I'll be somewhat surprised if we don't shoot close to a limit just from what I saw. Um, these, these teal hunts when, when the birds are like this can, can be pretty easy. So I anticipate a shooting fairly close to our limit. Um, then I'll do some scouting in the afternoon. My dad and I may go out the afternoon just because he's going to be working a lot with his dog, um, in the morning. So, uh, we like to sometimes go out in the, in the afternoon. And then if I think, um, we can get on some birds that Sunday morning. We might go out for a little bit that Sunday morning, or I might pop up and head back home. So that that's weekend number one for us. But I, I if if I can shoot, you know, six birds on the weekend, eight birds on the weekend, that'd be great. That'd be great. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my my expectations are a little lower, just never being to the area. So we might have some insight mm. from some locals, but um, <laughs> beyond that, yeah. you know, we're, we're going in blind and. If we get a few, three or four, we'll be happy. So well, and your dad doesn't do much duck hunting either, so right. No, so this will spend that time with him. Yeah, and this will be his first time, so that'll be awesome. If he, yeah, if he he drops one, uh, that'll make the whole trip. So <laughs> get him to drop yeah. it, get a sweet tr- retrieve for Chief, get it all on camera, mm-hmm. and I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, truth be truth be told, I definitely want to get a few for myself as well. So. <laughs> So did you make a video of the pigeon hunt? I saw you had a little bit, but I've not seen a formal video from it. No, I didn't make a video from it. Did you even try to make a video from it? Or um, I kind of did. But Are you recording? Yeah. I, I don't know if I'll make a video from it or not. It's just a little lackluster. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're welcome to put something together, give it to me, and I'll put it up on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> All but right. you're making a video this weekend, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll do the whole camping trip as a video so it'll be good that'll be cool yeah that'll be great so if any of you are interested in seeing any extra fdh content on patreon it's patreon.com slash freelance duck hunting um there's a bunch of stuff there some extra hunts and quite a bit quite a bit of stuff there um so go check that out for sure one more update that i wanted to talk about is just as of today uh freelance hunt stats 
looks completely different. Did you ever have a chance to go and, and take a look at it? Yeah, looks great. Um, so Freelance Sunsets, for the most of you probably know, but it's a website that I had created to journal your hunts and keep track of all of your hunt data in one place and then be able to sort it around so you can see how you do on north wind days, south wind days, various temperatures, each individual place that you hunt, how you do at those places. It just store, holds all your numbers and sorts it all around. So um, this is year two of it when it's just slow going. And so we finally totally overhauled the design of it. So the design looks totally different. Um, and I'm really, really happy with, with how it works. My wife is an illustrator and has a lot of, um, she probably won't know. I don't know what she'll think when I say this, but she's got a lot of design skills. Um, she'd probably say no, cause she's not like a professional, but if you look at the website and see what it looks like freelancehuntsets.com, it looks amazing. And then today the, I'm as excited about this as I am the new design. I know you haven't seen this yet, Jordan, cause I haven't told you. So right now, if you go on and you have the 299 a month membership, which we just lowered the price to 299. Um, you can not only sort your stats, but there's a toggle now. So um, you can see your stats for your lifetime. And then if you hit global, you can see the accumulated stats of anyone who's ever logged a hunt on freelance hunt stats. So before we had the ability to kind of see a few little averages of what the whole freelance hunt stats community has logged, but now you can see how many hunts have been logged over there, what birds have been shot, what their averages are. I mean, just like you're seeing it for yourself, except you're seeing it for the whole community. Now, I did pull out the location data because nobody, including myself, wants their locations shown with anybody. <laughs> so um, you can't see anyone's indiv individual stats. You're seeing a accumulated pool of everyone's data minus the location stuff. No one will ever see the location stuff. So like right now, um, we've, we've got a 1,700 hunts logged over there. You can see everyone's group shooting percentage, um, how many mallards they've shot. It's like 11,000 shots fired. And it's just <laughs> really, really cool. Um, because if you don't have enough hunts over there to really have much to sort, you can still spend hours and just see how everyone else does. How does everyone do on a North wind day? How does everyone do when it's raining? How does everyone do when it's snowing? How does everyone do when it's below 20? And I mean, you can spend an endless amount of time just playing with those, with those filters. So I'm yeah, that's awesome. super excited about that. You should go check it out when you just play with it when you get a chance. Sweet. It's pretty. And there's already been like, um, I think 40, 40 uh, hunts were logged so far this year. And people are, there's like way more geese getting shot than what I would have expected in early goose season. A lot of geese being dropped, but so I'm super excited about that. Just in time for the season. To start. Yeah, that's cool. There's definitely some cool things you could do like a running tally of like the whole group or <laughs> the whole mm -hmm. website. That'd be cool. Yeah. Just to have like that running up, you know, geese killed this year or tracked mm -hmm. this year or something like that. But yeah, that, there's think, definitely a ton of cool things you can do with it, and it and it looks great, like you're saying. And uh, you know, if if Beth's listening, I definitely wouldn't be disappointed if you and Elliot decided to put uh, <laughs> my character somewhere on your website. That'd be awesome. So. <laughs> I'm surprised that little baby Jay didn't make it up there. Honestly, <laughs> truth be well, told, she she likes her character of you way better than of me. And we <laughs> talked about it, and she's like, I would really like to use that one because I like it better. But it looks just <laughs> like you versus me, so I got to think about that. But um, she's like, but that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have my permission to use it anywhere on that website you want, and I think it's awesome. 
<laughs> I see her over there smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because think about it. Okay, she has made little cartoon characters of both of us yep. that look exactly like us, and she likes your character better. <laughs> I think it's That's probably because it's because mine's holding more ducks, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, she loves that epic picture of you with you holding those ducks and that face paint, which is an awesome picture. Yeah. And that, that's what cool. that's what a lot of her illustrating is like. She'll see a picture and be like, "Oh, that is so cool! I have to draw it." Which is what happened with Baby J that she drew. She saw the picture. And she's <laughs> like, "That's so cool! I'm gonna draw that." <laughs> uh, well, when I uh, when I come to Kansas, I'll bring my Nifty Fifty lens, um, my DSLR, and we'll get some epic photos of your duck yeah, hunt and uh sure. they'll be illustrated i'm sure <laughs> yeah uh, man i can't wait for that hunt that's gonna be really and things are looking up around here too i was really worried about the water situation not just over you know in the bottoms but our area too and um we have got just looking at what we have in front of us i'm way more optimistic now with how things are developing um we got access to a private pond that um golden boy and i scouted um this weekend and we thought it might be dry and it it's not dry it's just like perfect depth with full of vegetation and so man i'm i'm really excited about this season hopefully we'll just pound them when you come up here <laughs> awesome looking forward to it for sure yeah me too me too all right anything else we want to add to this update this i don't think so update? i'm I, I like this idea and i like being on both platforms youtube and facebook yeah, I'm um, like this, so I'm pumped about it. Yeah, if you guys could do us a big favor, um, you know, one benefit we get on Facebook, you guys can share it with all your friends right there across Facebook. So hit that share button, hit the like button, and we'll be back here every week. So um, stay tuned, guys. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Anything else, Elliot? Nope. Other than make sure and get over on iTunes and give us a review um, and a, a written review to help us over there with that as well. Yep, and I, I can't remember if we said this. I think we already did. These will be posted on iTunes as well. Um, Duck Gun Podcast, if you want to find those on there. Anyways, guys, that's all we got. Thanks for tuning in again, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. And that's our wrap, folks. Thanks again for joining us on the new weekly hunt updates. We really appreciate you guys showing up, sticking through the podcast all the way through it. If you guys could do us a huge favor, Give us a five-star review. We really appreciate it. And guys, make sure to tune into our YouTube channel so you can take part and watch the video content. You know, if you're interested, coming out weekly from Duck Gun Chronicles and Freelance Duck Hunting. Anyways, guys, that's all we got for this week. Thanks again, and we'll see you guys next time. Let's go.